forever. Dog. Brett. Oh, yeah, yes. Welcome Hi. to Double Threat. Hi. Hello. I want to welcome you, Brett Boehm, to Double Threat. Oh it's God. a show that Julie welcome, Klausner and I do. Brett. This is so nice. This is when, like, you're you know standing on the wall at a party where you don't know anybody, and then the hosts, them, their very selves, come up and introduce themselves and go, or "Who are you here with? <laughs> Who invited you?" Uh, don't use of, my bathroom. Yeah. Did you do that to my bathroom? More hors for me. Could you clean out my refrigerator? Yeah. <laughs> it smells bad. Honestly, I'd do it in a second. I love having a task at a party. Mm-hmm. If I'm at your party, feel free to use me as just unpaid labor. Sure. I love it. I honestly what love if, it. If you were at my party, mm-hmm. if I threw a party and invited everyone I knew, <laughs> would you... Blanche or blink or flinch if I gave you a bucket of ice and a hammer and I said break this up. Julia, you would, would you... See, you would see the the happiest <laughs> party goer in history. I would. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be like, why isn't this an ice pig? It's weird that it's a hammer. You wouldn't say that. The difficulty would be part of the pleasure. The the task. I would say, I, Julie, don't even. Oh, I wouldn't even okay. ask questions. I would say, I got it. I'll figure this out. Don't even worry. And whatever conversation I was in the middle of, if I was, I would just I would cut it off mid love midstream. Love it. And get is, to work on that ice. Good to this know. Is, this is the fire we've been looking for. Finally, this guy woke up, Julie. It's so been... why don't we just tell him it's a party every week? Exactly. That's what we got to do. When we tell him it's a podcast, he's in the back of an Uber ordering chicken sandwiches and not working on the program. When we tell him it's a party, he's like, what, what can I do? What can I do? He's on that part of the app where you order the sandwich, and then it's like underneath the sandwich, it's like Diet Coke, pickles. Yeah. Mm. And then they're like, another chicken sandwich? Like, because yeah. there's that part where they, they are, yeah. they're tempting you into impulse buying an entirely second meal. Yeah. And I will tell you the truth, that has absolutely gotten me. Yeah. Well, in the past. Oh, other items, eh? Mm. Wait, wait, are you telling <clears throat> me this menu, so to speak? Potato chips, pr- huh? How do you pronounce that? Menu? Menu. Ha- that it has other food? Yeah. Other food, you say. Mm, hmm. My favorite. Mm, don't mind if I do. And this will be delivered with the thing I ordered, right? Like this all comes at the same time? <laughs> Cut to. What do you got for us, Brett? <clears throat> like this is not a second delivery charge. <laughs> what mm. do you got for us, Brett? Yeah. PSA. Oh, well, wow, you guys yeah. are going to be you're, so excited. You're when... too mean to Brett. Is that, your, is that, your, that was a pretty spot on impression, Julie. That was, was that me? Yeah. Okay, that was, that was pretty good, actually. I thought, I thought that was, I thought I'd hit a button. I was playing audio <laughs> myself. Yeah. 
Well, can I hear? Let's do a Brett impression a thon right now, Julie. You, okay. You go first. Okay. I did. I did it already. No, but let me hear it. Oh, just like, it here okay. we go. Oh, wow. Well, this is really exciting. This week, we've got all kinds of stuff, including yeah. PSAs. You know them. You love them. Every year at school, the teacher would strap us to our chairs with a couple of cable wires and a belt, and we would be forced to watch PSAs. I don't know why they didn't show them to us in the summer. I think that's because we were all working in the coal mines i'm from the south <laughs> and mine. i also want to mention the biggest chicken you ever did see is from my hometown so we'll be right back amazing that's really good thank you no now now brett stop talking and let julie do the impression <laughs> Tom, you do yours now oh speaking of uh giant chickens down in Georgia, we have the biggest chicken you've ever seen. And this clip actually has nothing to do with it. It's actually PSAs. Uh, <laughs> so let's watch this. I mean, a lot of times you wonder what would happen if you uh, were uh, had to uh, be a uh, do uh, with a uh, thing. Uh, so uh, we'll be right back. Brett, let we're Tom both. do the impression already. Stop so stalling. sorry, so sorry, sorry. <clears throat> we're both doing impressions of you that one day. Yeah, and uh, if you don't know what Tom and Julie are talking about, go back to uh, the episode Anatomy of a Lie. Anatomy of a Lie. I think it's episode uh, 127. Um, not my finest hour as a producer. I don't think there is a more important. In fact, Brett, can you please look up the day that happened so we can start celebrating it as a holiday? That should oh, be, sure, yeah. That's double threat day. From yes. now on, that's called double threat day. Well, double it's threat a day. national like, holiday oh, forever. Was that when the show premiered? Was it was the debut? No, no. No. And on that day, what do you do? You order chicken sandwiches. Like that's what you eat with your family. You order chicken sandwiches from the back of an Uber and watch PSAs. Yes. Oh, oh that would have been uh, September 15th. September yeah. 15th. Okay. This is great. I love this. Mm -hmm. Because there is a world in which I will choose to celebrate Rosh Hashanah or Double Threat Day. Yeah. And September 15th, I will choose to either honor my, my late father's birthday or <laughs> the day Brett didn't have school clips ready and did PSA. I'm going to I'm going to choose Brett what we're on this choosing. one. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Julie, you know I like to go to Coffee Bean, right? You love Coffee Bean. I know your order. It's a half scoop of powder. That's right. You know it. Look at that. In a, um, are you doing an almond latte these days? Hey. Almond or Brett. hazelnut. What is that? What's going on? Brett, are you sorry. having friends over? Oh, it's okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm having a little get together in the engineering booth. Uh, I'll, I'll mute myself. Sorry. What task did they give you? Uh, TBD, but I'm excited to find out. Hey, uh, you're not be... muting yourself. I like, hey, Brett, what's going on? <clears throat> what the hell is going not on? Here, not here, not here. I told you not to come to the office. <laughs> How did you find hey, me? Hey, Brett, you got that money for me? <laughs> Not, uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it, okay? 
look, podcasting is, it's been weird post pandemic, you know, and I, I really didn't think that, uh, I really didn't think that the Padres would, would shut out the Mets like that. Uh, Hey, that's money though, buddy. Uh, (laughs) The idea that in the annals of speaking of getting beat within an inch of your life, Brett's gambling debts. Whatever happened to Brett? He lost all of his money betting on the Padres. Yeah, betting against the Padres. And then a bookie killed him. Think about sports, Julie. All the teams, like think of the names, like the yes, like baseball has the dumbest names. The Red Sox. It's Red Sox. What does that mean? And then there's the White Sox. Jimmy has those. Jimmy has those. He does have those. But then there's a team called the Padres. It's the dumbest name in all of sports. It's is it named after my favorite Smurf, Padre Smurfo? Because then what is it saying? Padre Smurf. Yes, it is. He plays third base for them now. Papa Smurf, Padre Smurfo. It's named after the Catholic priests that uh, colonized uh, California and wiped out yeah. a lot of the indigenous culture there. Sure, so, yeah. Uh, those assholes. So why yeah. aren't there the Father Guido Scarducci's? What about there the, Gui- the, oh, the New the York? The New York Sarducci's. Yeah. What is going on, Brad? I don't that know. Was a it says this guy's running a freaking haunted me. house out of What's there. Going Sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, we're uh, sort of doing a, making a makeshift haunted house in the engineering booth. I was just testing out the yeah. scary door. Sorry, I'll make sure I'm muted next time. Now, Julie, just to get back to this coffee bean thing, I go yes. there. There's a coffee bean up the street. Every time I go there, half the guys there look like Joey Fatone. Half the guys there look like Joey Fatone crossed with AJ from <laughs> Backstreet Boys. And... I found out today I got a free drink because I buy the thing. You got the app. Bah, you get bah, a card? Bah, or, oh, okay. And they give you a free, you get a free beverage. And I they's like, hey, you want to use your free beverage? And I was like, well, I want to use it because it might expire next week when I'm in New York to do Double Threat Live. Yes! Oh! <clears throat> October 20th and 21st at the Bell House. Tickets still available for the 21st, by the way. Uh, some exciting news coming with that we have an amazing poster we're gonna have for sale at the show designed by julia vickerman designed by julia vickerman and amazing poster and should i announce the shirt yeah let's run let's run through let's run through what we can announce there's some things that we cannot say right now they're gonna be surprises Mm -hmm. we can't announce who the guests are because you're honestly if you're listening to this while you're driving you will i don't even know what a ravine is but you'll drive into a ravine. yeah you'll crash your tractor trailer because i know truckers listen to this show yeah breaker one you got your ears on yeah i'm listening to new double threat come on yeah, it seems like Brett ordered a chicken sandwich in the back of the Uber. How, come on. So what we can announce for next week, two shows, two. Two count them, two. One, no tickets available for that show. Too bad. Too bad. You want to see the show on October 20th? You're too late. October 21st, limited tickets available. Both shows are going to be amazing. We're going to have a poster Designed by Julia Vickerman Vickerman. for sale at the show. We're going to have unique, one-of-a-kind garments. 
I'm tie dyeing t-shirts. I'm tie dyeing double threat t-shirts mm-hmm. for sale. Yes. At the show. Yes. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm. I'm my goal is to tie dye a hundred, but as I say this out loud, I realize I have less than a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a lot of. Have you heard of this blue crystal meth? The blue stuff is supposed to be very good. It is delicious. And so I, I just want to pause real here and appreciate the 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 magnitude of this. I mean, because imagine that the, when you've been to concerts throughout your life, when you've been to events, the amount of money you've thrown you know thrown out for T-shirts for this and that. Imagine if you went to a concert and they they were saying these these T-shirts were made. If you went to the Lady yes. Gaga concert. It was like these T-shirts were handmade by Lady Gaga. That yes. is what we're talking about right now. Yeah. that's what we're talking about. Imagine you're walking to, away with a piece of history. Yeah, thank you. You go to a freaking Oak Ridge Boys show and they're like this. <laughs> These shirts were tie-dyed by the lunatic with the big beard. <laughs> that guy d- tie-dyed him with his own piss. Yeah. It's his uh But his that's not price. what's going to happen at our case. I promise no. you. I use very, very... Very sanitary. Safe, sanitary. To- yes, but I, they are... Every shirt will be handmade by me in my atelier. Which Zero is urine. My Zero. kitchen. Zero urine. 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 Yeah. But you're in luck if you get one because mm. they are unique New York. Unique yes. New York. Yes. So New York City, come on out. This is it, baby. Double Don't threat sleep. live. And 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 what? The announcements what still and? the announcements keep on coming. We will we uh have, have announced this what? already at this point. What? But and- what? For everybody out there who's saying, oh, it sounds like so much fun. Yeah, what? I wish I could. I wish I, but I don't. I can't make it to New York. I live in. Uh, I live in the. You know, I don't live near New York. I live, or maybe you're in. Maybe you're. You, you know, you're in L.A. and you went to our L.A. show and you had so much fun that you want to relive the magic all over again. Yeah. Well, I've got good news for you, because we are going to be uh, live streaming the second of the two nights. So that's what? the twenty first. That's right. We what? are going to be uh, make it uh, available. We heard heard your voices on this, mm-hmm. and we are going to uh, make the second uh, show uh, uh, live stream available. You can watch it along with us on Friday night. Uh, you will also have a week if you if you buy a ticket to the live stream. You'll have a week to watch it, so you can watch it mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah, and. If there are, I believe, if there are, is merch left over that is not sold on the night of the uh, show, uh, we're going to make that available for sale to the live stream okay. ticket holders as well. Very um, Absolutely. We're going to yeah. make that available. There's a nice little, uh, we're using the, the, there's a company Moment that is doing the live stream for us, a great company, and they have a little merch option. Mm-hmm. So I think we can make uh, any unsold merchandise available to live stream ticket holders after okay. we sell it at the show. So we are, this is, there are so many ways to get engaged, to get involved with this, to be a part of this experience uh and it is going to be an experience for the ages you don't want to miss it uh the live stream ticket link and the uh physical in-person ticket link are both in the show notes click on whichever one applies to you and get those tickets love it love it can't wait to see all of you next week tom this what week. are you gonna can't do wait when to see you're all in... of you this week what are you gonna do when you're in new york <clears throat> oh first thing i'm gonna do is go visit 9-11 i've heard so much about it oh my it. gosh I just want to get down there and visit that and see tongue. what's what. Then I want to see uh, Naked Cowboy. Of course. Then I want to go to uh, Sardis. 
Mm-hmm. Are you going to... Um, and order sardines. Those, those funny caricatures of people from yesteryear? Yeah. I want to see if there's the Georgie Jessel is still on the wall. And we did it. So thank you all for listening. We're done. There it is. The We're oldest done here. Reference. We can't go. We cannot go farther. No. In the can't. reference. Well, well, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Ah! <laughs> what Brett the only one that works. Doing yeah. With the well, well, with the soundboard is ago, wasn't it? I have fifty sounds here from Little Lord Fontor. That's the only yes, one. Yes, but that's that the works. one that comes up because it's your way of. Being passive aggressive against yeah. our ancient What's, references. Exactly. No, that's him lashing out in anger. Brett, uh, is it true that you repurposed your little Lord Fauntleroy outfit for your podcast recently? Uh, I did. Uh, it's 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 proven to be a pretty versatile costume. Um, there. Uh, so we did um, Suspiria, Derry Argento Suspiria versus the Faculty last week, like uh, horror movies that take place in schools. Um, and there is in Suspiria, there is a little, there's a little boy, a nephew Albert, who wears a Fauntleroy suit, a, a spot on flawless Fauntleroy suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you'd uh, know. Uh, I would, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become something of an expert in that field. Um, and so he has uh, a great Fauntleroy suit. He's a, he's an evil little boy, though. He's part of the, the witch's coven, uh, which I like, though. It's a little twist on, uh, you know, the uh, actual Lord Fauntleroy, who, as we know, is uh, a kind-hearted, um, kind-hearted and generous uh, boy. Rich um, boy. Yeah. Uh, only later in life after he had proved his character, and then he used so- his wealth uh, for good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and somebody actually pointed out to me that um, uh, I was getting tagged uh, today because... Um, uh, you know, I've got a lot of respect for the musician uh, engineer uh, Steve Albini, um, uh, but he had a tweet today where he, in my opinion, misused uh, Little Lord Fauntleroy. Wait, and, sorry, pause, yeah. time out. T- Steve Albini is tweeting about Little Lord Fauntleroy is the headline, and now we unpack it. Now yeah. we unpack. It's not the begin. It's not a clause in a sentence. It is something we must take a breath to acknowledge. Because I know in your head, Brett, people are constantly yeah. talking about him. Yeah, this is just sort of every day for me now. Just it's like one, today in Fauntleroy news. It, it's not. That's weird. Right, Tom? Am I crazy? Julie, <laughs> it, every time I think this thing couldn't get weirder, it gets weirder. <laughs> what did Steve Albini say? Well, here's the thing, too. You told me, you know, I remember you saying when I was uh, presenting that, like, nobody's talking about Fauntleroy. Nobody's, like, now mm. Now that it's in, the, now that it's, you know, I'm on the wavelength, I see Fauntleroy stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's suddenly, you know, I think people are actually talking about Fauntleroy a lot more than we think. Uh, and this would be one example of that. And this, of course, uh, originated with the episode in which Tom and Julie asked me to research Little Lord Fauntleroy, uh, that's episode 125, the Little Lord Fauntleroy episode. What, if I had to guess, what Brett is going to flag is that he missed out on the kindness that Little Lord Fauntleroy had. Um, and just the, that Steve Albini wrote him off as just like a rich, fancy pants. Speaking of, I almost have that Steve Albini tweet pulled up. If we all we, we could all just hold on for one Julie, second. hold on. He almost has it. Julie, just hang I'm not on. Not going anywhere. The I'm in. Julie, I'm just hold hostage. on. And if we could all just kind of hold, not say just, anything, maybe until I find yeah. it, just sort of hold for. Sure, we'll hold. Okay. So anyway, Julie, I go there. I get a free coffee, a free beverage, and I say to them, 
And what if we were to upgrade to the XL on that? Is that still free? And they go, yeah, we'll upgrade it for you. No problem. Look at this thing. Shoot, play the Jaws music on this one. Yeah. Watch this. <gasps> That's okay. a bucket. That's Look like a big, big gulp. Thing is. It is. It's like a big gulp filled with, with, uh, delicious with coffee latte. bean coffee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are are you gonna? Do you think that you're gonna? Are you gonna finish it? Yeah, I'll finish it. I, I might even. Uh, I'm weird in a certain way. I don't mind next day iced coffee and oh i don't mind i I know some people can't stand it no 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 i i don't mind that at all i'll put it in the fridge Mm -hmm. and then i'll and then i'll skim the water off the top of it like fat off of chicken soup Mm -hmm. all right here's that long-awaited steve albini tweet what does he say steve albini if you're a hateful little shit a pampered lord fauntleroy with a bunch of of comp Oh, he's t- tweeting about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, so he is doing. I mean, look, the 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 message of the tweet is a oh. good one. He's 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 going after Tucker Carlson, who's just doing his bullshit. Uh, and so he's he's taking, you know, he's he's attacking Carlson and all the people that would, you know, enjoy his rhetoric. Uh, so I like the general message of this tweet. I support it. I just wish he wouldn't have dragged uh, the the otherwise blameless um, little Lord Fauntleroy into this, because mm-hmm. um, he says if you're a, if you're a hateful little shit, a pampered Lord Fauntleroy. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, then you would enjoy this mm-hmm. ex- essentially. Um, making you know, you know, going after the the privilege people yeah. who are privileged, and, sure. but, but use that privilege to then yeah. uh, hurt other people. Yeah, you know? because what what Steve Albini clearly doesn't know is that little Lord Fauntleroy suffered. That's right. He grew up uh, poor yeah. uh, in in poor circumstances, but he was he was uh, you know kind to people yeah. around him. And then when he did, you know, he did win the lottery. He came yeah. into Rhett. a lot of money. <clears throat> Julie, uh, it took. Yes, you got to realize this yep. this little Lord Fauntleroy. He really paid his dues. He wasn't a millionaire until he was seven. <laughs> Brett. Yes, those are seven years of not being a millionaire. Seven hard years, seven, seven long years, hard years. Seven, you know, that's maybe you broke a mirror. That's seven years bad luck. Yeah. What mirror did I break? God, what hall of mirrors <laughs> for me? I must have gone to a fun house with a, yeah, with a friggin' sl- machete and a blindfold. Yeah. Having had some of that blue meth. Yeah. I would have been like, <laughs> I'm the one who smashes. The mirrors at Brett, the fun house. could you do us a favor, please? Oh, for sure. I'd love to. Will you please reply to Steve Albini? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, can you do attachments? I could just attach my PowerPoint. I don't think you can do attachments. Never I don't mind. think you should do that. I think okay. that you should send him promoted a link to your tweet. music video. Okay. Wait, why do you have a promoted <clears throat> Well, Brett's promoting Scientology these days. The truth about Scientology. I've been dipping a toe into it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I think it's ultimately it's a no for fine. me. But, uh, Take but, a no. class. That's the forever part of forever, dog. Is that you live forever. In a volcano? Yeah. You know what I learned yesterday? And I'm angry I learned it. What's that? Well, I asked if Darth Vader was a monster. Yeah. Who'd you ask? And I... Who do you think? Uh, I know. And I was asked. and I was told your pastor. He's not a monster. <laughs> Forgive rabbi. me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been six months since my last confession. I do have a question: Is Darth Vader a monster? <laughs> I was told he's not a monster. He's just a head and a torso after 
after he was in a volcano fight? Yeah, he got in a volcano <laughs> fight. <laughs> he kind of got in a volcano fight with Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and he got sliced up and, and torched. <clears throat> I am and then, surprised every day when I find out more about Star Wars to see how it, it's even stupider than I thought. Yeah, even somehow they find a new. Every time you think you found the floor on it, they're like, "Oh no, there's another floor below this floor." But not a bad question on my part, right? Is he a monster? Not a bad question at all. Do you know and who? Then apparently he killed a bunch of children with a lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, those Order sixty six. Oh, you don't even know. But Alex that. Jones says he didn't get it. Current yeah. events. Yeah. Well, Darth Vader uh, has a. He didn't. Actually, it's a false flag operation with his lightsaber. Order sixty six is a false flag operation. This Alex Jones. Yeah. Kind of like him. I like him physically. I like him physically, mentally, and Spiritually. I also like what he has to say. Yeah. And yeah. do I agree with him? Yes. <laughs> now, Brett, you guys contributing to his uh, you know, he's got he's got to pay back that billion oh, yeah. dollars now. You no, contributing I, well, to his I, uh, GoFundMe for that? I'm buying all of his Vita. He sells he Oh, you know what's interesting kind of is he sells what Lucy sold, which is Multivita Vega Vitamix. On I Love Lucy, remember mm -hmm. when she sold yes. that stuff? Yes. That's what he sells on his website. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to buy a big That's bottle. That's great. I would love to see Alex Jones do the conveyor belt bit. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> him. Only with dog shit him instead and, of yeah. chocolates. Like yeah. he's divine. Him and. He's like, I'm going to out divine divine. Him and Gavin. Yeah. Um, Wait, so do you think. Brett tweeting Steve Albini is a good idea. I do. I do. Just say. Actually. Agree with Mr. the message. Like, agree with the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're off yeah. base. Little Lord Fauntleroy was not, was a good guy. Great. Here, here, here's a music video I made about him. Will you produce the album? Mm. Yes or no? If you don't answer yeah. no in the next 10 seconds, that means yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry. Let me get this uh, verbatim because I want it to work. Um so uh, I've got Steve Albini here. Oh, one second, sorry. Um, I also like that Steve Albini called him Lord Fauntleroy and not Little Lord Fauntleroy. Yeah. Hey, maybe he's talking about somebody else. Yeah. He probably, probably is. yeah, he probably was. <laughs> oh, we gotta figure something out, Joe. All right, agree <laughs> with the message. Julie, we gotta figure something I, out. I don't, I'm at a loss. I'm in the give it up phase and I'm loving it. What are we gonna do? I, nothing. Nothing. When this show started, this yeah. guy wasn't on Twitter. Just think about that. When this <laughs> that show started, is, it is weird. He wasn't on Twitter. And now he's dressing up like little Lord Fauntleroy, arguing with the guy that that mm -hmm. that engineered uh in utero yeah he's the guy who who is in big black this is the guy he's arguing with the singer of big black yeah they could do a yeah. songs about effing uh uh part two but it's songs about uh fontoroy ing 
Sure, sure, they could. <laughs> they they could. Yeah. Yeah. Now look at him. I can't. I can't do it. No, we gotta figure something out. Agree with the message. Mm-hmm. Um, could you could you put it on screen so oh, we can see? Yeah, one second. Sorry. The other day at the office here, I said to Brett, "I have a big question for you. It's important." He was in the middle of something. This is not a joke. I put it everything aside. He was in the middle of something, and I said, "So it goes, uh, smashed up to China because you messed up his lunch. Drop kicked the assistant instead of throwing a punch. What a guy." Sometimes pigs get out of line and no one's spared. Um, and then I couldn't remember when old AB's on patrol, kids yeah. hide in the hidey hole. I couldn't remember the next line after that. And Brett just goes immediately, he just goes, we're going to need all the titles golf balls we can get. Yeah. Like, it was just like this language, like so familiar. He's like, oh, no, I know. It's, you're going to need all the titles golf balls we can get. And I was like, and then all the new arrivals. Dad's hiding out watching Barry's got homogeneity of tone. Yes. But it was so casual how mm-hmm. he he answered my question. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. It's like twin language. Oh, yeah. How, how could I ever forget uh, uh, the lyrics to Mr. Baldwin Vadir, uh, the song that you came up with uh, to the tune of Mr. Belvedere uh, about Alec Baldwin. That was back in the, uh, that was in the John Gabers and Adam Pally episode, episode 117. Uh, and it was a really cool moment between uh, Tom and me. Uh, people were gathering around in the hallway, stopping what they were doing just to listen to us uh, harmonize. Yeah, they really crowded around and it really was, uh, it was amazing. Well, you were also probably dressed like Raquel Welch in 1000 years BC mm-hmm. or something yeah. at the time. <laughs> They yeah. were all staring at me. I love that Brett will come in in literally a fur loincloth, and then Joe yeah. will come in with a lollipop <laughs> and be like, yeah, this is my costume, a lollipop. It's a French connection. I, would... I got a lollipop. Be what like, if it's... What? What if you do Myra Breckenridge and you're in that American flag? Oh, amazing. Yeah, Could you that imagine? That would be incredible, Brett. Oh, definitely. Um I, I can't pull up uh, my Twitter on the desktop for some reason, but if you tell me what to tweet at Steve Albini, I'll, I'll tweet on my phone and then I'll show you. Love the sentiment. Great. Love the sentiment. Small bone to pick. Small bone to pick. Little L L F. He, he's not going to know what that means. I think he needs to spell yeah. it out. Or, or just maybe just Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy was a kind soul mm-hmm. who helped the needy <clears throat> mm-hmm. good is that it yeah that's basically it, it yeah should we say Learn like tucker history. carlson is like a pos or he already knows we're on the same side yeah i think love the sentiment you know love the mm-hmm. sentiment um tucker's tucker sucks and fucks <laughs> what was that movie oh chuck and buck That movie was a big old yikes. And then he wrote School of Rock. Yeah. Not hearing a lot of people talk about Chuck and Buck these days. Well, that's why I'm still in your life, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Why do I keep that Klausner girl around? You ever see Chuck and Buck, Brett? Um, Yeah, I believe so. I believe. You'd know if you saw it. Yeah, I have a memory of... 
of uh, uh, renting it from Blockbuster in high school. I have mm-hmm. a memory of that. Yeah. yeah, Mike White right is in it, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, Chuck and Buck. Who's the other fellow in that? Was that a Duplass? I don't think the Duplasses were around yet. That's my favorite Romstein song, Duplass. Oh, you know, that was one of the uh, Whites brothers, one of the uh, American Pie directors. That's right. It was one of the Whites brothers who were the proto-Duplasses. The Whites's. Yeah. I've got a love the sentiment, this guy's the worst, a small bone to pick. Fauntleroy was a kind soul who helped the needy. Uh, and then I put, uh, so keep his name out of your mouth next time. Well, no, that's don't start a fight with Steve Albini. All right, sorry about that. P.S. Love shellac. Be nice, be nice, be nice, be nice. P.S. We don't, we don't want shellac. him to, because then I'll see double thread is in your bio and I'll think that we yeah. don't like him. Yeah. I think that was, didn't think that was necessarily a fight starter. It could have been a, just a, oh, thanks for the, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I won't uh, make that mistake again. Yeah, yeah, that take. Generally, when you tell somebody to take anything <laughs> out of their mouth, that's yeah. them's fighting words, Brett. Right. Ask Will Smith. Yeah. Remember the slap. Man, was that this year? It was. Wow, I hate to be one of those people that's like the summer's going by so quickly, or I can't believe no. that was this year, but I cannot believe mm-hmm. that was this year. Yeah. Um, sorry, Brett, without the, <laughs> without the name out of your mouth thing, mm-hmm. is, is it possible for you to just say, check out my music video if you dare? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Check oh, out my it. music video about LLF yeah. if you dare. P.S. Love. Wow. Shalak. And he's going right. to just think, he's going to think, I've tweeted about little Lord Fauntleroy and though I didn't even like at it or hashtag it mm-hmm. this dude is searching Fauntleroy on Twitter <laughs> to see who's tweeting about him Brett will you set up a search for Fauntleroy on Twitter if you don't have one yet oh uh yeah it's, it's uh, been running no he's probably got Google alerts set up and everything Google alert Google alert Google exists. Yeah. It is a search engine. Someone wrote about Little Lord Fauntleroy. All of his lights go on and off just yeah. in case he has his headphones on. He sets it up for his house to be a smart house. Yeah. I don't have a smart home. My home is so dumb. I have this freaking light bulb. My, I have a lamp next to my bed Mm -hmm. i know must be nice no that's pretty fancy um i turned it on the other day and it did that thing where it's like i'm on i'm off like i just used that last bit of energy to like kill mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and i thought to myself i said self this is stupid Every time a light bulb goes out, I always think, like, how many Jewish princesses does it take to screw uh-huh. a light bulb? Is that like? Because I wish somebody else would do it. Mm-hmm. And that night, I'll tell you what happened. What's that? Slept on the other side of the bed. It's like I'm not dealing with this tonight. I hear you. I don't need it. Yeah. I just I call the shots. You do. You're the one who calls the shots. 
I was like, no light bulbs could tell me what I do chore wise today. Yeah. No. You're not here to get shoved around by some light bulb. No, I said I'll do without. Brett. Yes. You got any clips for us? Today? Oh, I do. Yeah. Let me just uh, send this. Uh, this is the longest tweet I've ever heard in my there life. There it goes. There it goes. Just wanted to do a couple rounds of proofreading on it, but I, I like the way it's looking and now it's out there. Because proofreading his tweets. You didn't write anything more incendiary, did you? No, no, no. It's very, okay. uh, yeah, it's um, uh, conciliatory, I think. Ah, good. I'm glad to hear it. It's going to build some bridges. Mm-hmm. And we may get, uh, I don't know, maybe a little collab in the works. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe get a. Uh... Maybe get a uh, little or Fauntleroy do a version of uh, Jordan, Minnesota, if we're lucky. Hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. This is Double Threat, and we watch clips and talk about fun things, and... We keep you company because we know that the voices in your head are are not as kind as our voices, which are kind voices. Yes, these are kind. Because Tom and I are the best of friends. Yes, it's like Cider House rules up in this piece. Good evening, young champions and... Whatever they said. You, yeah, what is he? He's like, he's like, I'm Michael Kane, and yeah. I'd like to say, have a good night, you little lord of London. Is <laughs> <laughs> that how that movie goes? What's it about? I don't know what that movie is about. It's about a cider house, I believe. D- they drink a lot of that apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the story Yuck. of Dr. Bronner. Oh. Yeah, it's the origin story of Dr. Bronner. Dr. Bronner, give me some soap. (laughs) 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 You ever read that screed that's on the side of one of his soap? I have a bottle of it in my in my uh my powder room. I have Mm -hmm. never have you ever read it? No, I uh, I don't feel like reading, spending three <laughs> hours reading a bottle. It's the know. smallest type I've ever seen in my life. It's like I feel like there might be some hidden. Mm. Mm. No. What, what about this? Julie and the Bronner factory. Oh, keep going. There's five golden tickets in <gasps> Dr. Bronner. Dr. Bronner's going to retire. And he wants the soap factory yes. to be run by, by a worthy 
Uh, Someone pure of heart. Yes, somebody pure of heart. And then you get a soap bottle and the ticket oh, is it, in there. What if it's a bar of soap so that you that's open perfect. it and the ticket's yeah. in it like in the chocolate? Yeah, I think that's how it should be. <gasps> this is such a good idea. Yeah. And it's me, and then I scope out this like Charlie slash little Lord Fauntleroy looking character, yeah. and I know he's the one. So I drown him in a thing of shampoo. Immediately just shove him in a vat of shampoo. <laughs> he's like, glug, glug, glug. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Get clean. You're real clean now. Yeah, clean those insides out. Well, how are the other children going to die besides drowning in soap? In other words, Slipping. Roald Dahl was good at being creative for the one kid of slips. all kinds of way for the kids to die. One kid slips, bangs their head. <laughs> Just an accident? Yeah. It's a slip and fall? A slip Is and fall, Is there a lawyer yeah. that gets involved? Yeah, a lawyer gets involved. Have you been the subject of a slip and fall at Dr. Browder's <laughs> soap factory? If so, yeah. Call you this might number. be a character in the news. Oh, it's an ad. It's an ad. He goes, if so, you might be a character in the new hit movie written by Tom Shopley called Julie and the Brontosaur Factories. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We're already off to the races. What are the other kids? How do the other kids die? Let's think. One kid gets their mouth washed out with soap. Yeah, like one's just like cocksucker, motherfucker, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like a like a bitch, Frank Booth, like, like there's like a Frank Booth type kid. Yes, he's like mommy wants to fuck. Yeah. Oh, and he takes his mask. Mm-hmm. And the mask is full of bubbles. Oh, there could be something with the bubbles, like in that stupid how Grandpa wanted to touch the bubbles. Yeah. What did Grandpa want to do? He just wanted to fly. Was he eating the bubbles? He was. He sucked. <laughs> he, he look. He's one of these welfare queens, <laughs> Grandpa Joe. This is why trickle down economics is the way to go. So we the, can't have that, these bums draining our our economy like Grandpa Joe. There were bubbles, though, right? Yes, they were bubbles leading up to the face. Okay, so those are soap bubbles. Fizzy, yeah, but they'd be soap bubbles now. Lifting drink, yeah, right. So they're soap bubbles, and the fan is a lot faster Mm -hmm. and a lot sharper. Yeah, yeah. And you can't just like put your hands on top of it and push yourself back down when you start belching like a pig. No. Yeah. Oh, this will be this is my favorite part of the movie is yeah. watching this Ugh. old man belch. Burp. Yeah, over and over. Yeah. Oh my god. What's your favorite part of Yeah. <laughs> oh, my favorite part is what I got to watch. A ninety year old Jack Albertson. Jack Albertson, that's his name. Burp make him and not just burp, but like that disgusting Forcing thing where you have to watch burps. someone make themselves oh, burp. Yeah, disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's as gross as it gets. This is gross as it gets. That's so my Dr. Bronner is movie too. so that river is made out of liquid soap. Mm-hmm. For sure. The river would be made out of out of liquid soap. 
is there a girl that is blown up in some way the way Violet is blown up in some way? I think someone needs to uh, eat too much aloe vera at some point. Yes. Like some sort of peppermint or aloe vera accident. Yeah. If they get pep, they get peppermint in their eyes. Go. Ooh, ow, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What if they get like the stinging peppermint in their eyes and then they walk into the, a fan, like a really sharp fan? <laughs> what if the fan is just the thing that kills all of all the of them? They're eventually. just fans at all different angles, like really aggressive, unprotected, giant fans. Yes. There's no screens <sighs> on top of the. <laughs> Julia, the Dr. Bronner soap factory, Mm -hmm. all the other children, every child besides the one that I push into a vat of soap to drown is killed by a fan. Yes. And then at the end, I meet Dr. Bronner or Dr. Bronner says, you're pure of heart. You get to inherit my my factory. And I said, speaking of fans, I'm a fan of yours. Yeah. And then we make out. Because he's really hot. Yeah. Ooh, let's cast him. He's played by... James Spader from 1989. James Spader from 1989. Yeah, he's got that hair that's like Marky Post hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Marky Post rumored to have had an affair with who? Who? Bill Clinton. Oh. Really? Yes. It's one of the, it was like a long time rumor. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Brett. Yeah. I just realized something. What? What? Well, I, this Albini reply, I am, I, I, I am, you know, I linked him to my music video. I said, check out my LLF video for the full story. I'm realizing I took some, I forgot I took some creative liberties with that whole, uh, you know, mother relationship. I'm worried now he's going to think that's, that's part of the story. No yeah, one's thinking well, that. Well, you should have thought that when you put that in the video. Going to quickly clarify. No, should, don't, no, don't add don't. a thing. Then he's going to think Brett, we're weird. Brett, he's not going to watch it. I just got to tell you, he's not going to watch it. The most don't important thing it. is that you establish that he's a good boy, right? Yeah, no, that is the most important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this isn't a self-serving thing. This is a uh, this is uh, just about getting the message out there. Yeah, it's in the service of little Lord Fauntleroy. Yeah, this is not about any of us. All right, thanks. I pre- that, yeah, that, that's you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Oh man. Well, speaking of celebrities, uh, this is pretty cool. Um, I, the uh, one one of our uh, favorite. Uh, fast food chains on this podcast, Jersey Mike's. Uh, you probably have seen this already. Jersey Mike's has a new uh, celebrity uh, spokesperson. It's been all over the TV. Every time there's a commercial break, I'm watching baseball playoffs, every single commercial break I've seen one of these commercials. Uh, this is... Uh, you, do you not know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what you're you know talking, what I'm talking about. about. Okay, okay. I've seen this. I've seen this online, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is very exciting. Jersey Mike's landed Danny DeVito mm-hmm. uh, as their celebrity Perfect. spokesperson. I mean, this could not be better. Um, there's a couple different commercials. This is the one I've seen the most. Uh, just wanted to play it here real quick for you. And this is such a great marriage of like brand and spokesperson in the way that like no one's elevating anything. I think it's just like a perfect 
Do you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Tom, it's not like Blake Lively for uh CC's. No, it is a it is a match made in heaven. These two. It's a match made at Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Which is heaven. Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. That's why I bring this. I call it dinner. I thought that was a garbage can. Yeah. Look at that sizzle. Yeah. Yeah. Number 17 for Danny. Oh, that's mine. Gotta go, Aaron. Grilled right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. Yeah. It's great. It does make me sick. No, the food looks disgusting. I can't believe they have hot subs. Yeah. I mean, it looks like dog food, basically. Yeah, there's dogs watching this that would be like, oh, that dog wears glasses. Yeah, there's dogs that would get a Jersey Mike sub put in front of them and go like, I'm good. I thought that was I thought that was great. No, it's a it's a it's a great commercial. He's a national treasure. Uh the pride of Asbury Park. Is that where he's from? Yes. He's he's uh but New that's Jersey. That's awesome. Julie, New Jersey. These are this is who's from New Jersey. Danny DeVito. You type it in, Brett. The you type it in, but don't show it to me. I'm gonna name ten famous people from New Jersey. Like famous, say, celebrities from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You ready? Do you have a list? I've got a list, yeah. 52 Jersey-born celebrities. Okay, here we go. each week of the year. Whitney Houston. Meryl Streep. Are you fact-checking this, Brett? <laughs> Is he's he's right going so, so fast. Far? All right, Whitney, check. Whitney, check. Meryl Streep. Meryl, check. Meryl Streep's from Bernardsville. Uh, Danny DeVito from Asbury Park. Bruce Springsteen. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, I would too. Be, Frank Sinatra. Weird if it were from Marionette. Bruce Willis. Oh, hold on. Frank, yep, Frank Sinatra. Yep. Bruce Willis. Was that five? Yeah, that's five. Um, Wait, they don't have Bruce Willis on here. He's from New Jersey. I guess they had two. They had Bruce Springsteen. They didn't want to double up. Yeah, the name Bruce got very confusing for everybody. Um, yeah, he maybe he didn't meet that Lord Fauntroy. Um, the Fugees, Lauren Hill, that's New Jersey. Um, Lauren Hill, check, check. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart is check. from New Jersey. Yeah, how close are we? We get ten. Uh, that that felt like ten to me. I, I yeah. got each one of them uh, correct. You weren't counting. Thank you. Who's a big one that I She's missed? Going too fast. Who's a big one that All I missed? All right, let's see. Uh, uh, Nathan Lane. Did not know that. Uh, where Where in New Jersey is he from? Jersey City. Wow. Mark Marin, oh. born in New Jersey. Judith Light from Trenton. A very cool, yeah. Uh, let's see. Jerry Lewis from Newark. That's Yikes. true. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, born in New Jersey. I believe this is Paul Rudd from Passaic, but isn't he? He's always rooting he's for St. those Louis Kansas guy. City he's guys. A, he's, a, he's a Kansas City guy, not St. Louis, Kansas City. Maybe, maybe born in New Might Jersey. Might have been born, okay. yeah. Because Marin was born in Jersey City, also. Um, well, this is Jack Nicholson and from Neptune. Yeah, I said Jack Nicholson. Oh, I'm sorry, you've gone yeah. so fast. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, 
Peter, New Jersey. Peter Dinklage from Morristown. Peter Dinklage, Morristown, 07960. Yeah. Wendy Williams from Asbury Park. There you of go. Of course, Wendy Williams, yeah. Yeah. Will Steven, Southside Johnny, James Gandolfini went to Rutgers. Oh, Ca- Count Basie from Red Bank. Well, of course, there's the Count Basie course, Theater in Red the Bank. Count Basie yeah. Theater. Yeah. Yes. David Copperfield, the, magi- the magician. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty impressive state. It's funny you're doing this. I was doing a similar thing with Suburban Atlanta today. I did not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a somewhat shorter list, but still pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, you start to run out of gas after uh, Big Boy. Well, I'm doing like it has to be. It had to be from the suburbs. It had to be from Metro Atlanta because okay. Atlanta itself. Oh, psh, uh, encyclopedia, huge list. Sure. I had uh, Holly Hunter, mm-hmm. uh, the Black Lips. Where did Holly Hunter grow up? Donald Glover. Uh, Holly Hunter is from uh, Rockdale, which is east of the city. Black lips are from so Dunwoody. That, that's a Georgia accent when she yeah leans yeah in. yeah yeah and uh, suburban Atlanta yeah she's from the I want that baby city. I want that baby high. I mean I can't say I've ever heard that exactly. It's definitely like a the Holly Hunter version of uh, of, a, right, of a Georgia right, accent. Right. Yeah yeah. Danny DeVito is so great. Yeah, I rewatched Throw Mama from the Train last week. You did with my friend Shane. Yes, it's a really good movie yeah it's a it's i think it's a great movie Mm -hmm. actually and ramsey gets the hannibal lecter treatment Mm -hmm. where she's only on camera for enough time to completely dazzle Mm -hmm. and then the rest of it is danny devito and billy crystal who's very good Mm -hmm. and kim greist who should have been cast by sally as sally kellerman but that's Mm -hmm. neither here nor there yeah. I really like that movie a lot. I'm going to say, watch it. That's a movie pick from Julie Klausner. That's a movie pick. One of That's my recommendation. Picks. Yeah. Throw Mama from the Train. And, and that was Danny DeVito's first movie he directed, I, I think? I believe so, yeah. It's well directed. He and mm-hmm. Sonnenfeld worked well together. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's great. Jersey Mike's looks disgusting yeah. in that ad. Mm-hmm. If you go to Jersey Mike's, at least, at least the one thing you have, the one thing you have choice wise, once you're there, don't get a hot sub. Yeah. What are you doing? These hot okay. subs. It's dog food. Yeah. They should say cold subs, dog food. Yeah, we have cold subs and we have dog food also. What if they say raccoon food, dog food? What if, what if they were like, hey, we got cold subs for humans, and for animals, we have our hot subs. Or the cold subs after five minutes. Yeah, are for animals also. Yes. And, or you become the animal if you oh, still eat no! one. That's the trick. Yeah, you are kind of an animal if you're eating a Jersey Mike sub after 10 minutes. <sighs> What if the only paper I use is Jersey Mike's sub paper for my stationery for everything? Yeah. What if I start just, wrapping things in it? Yeah. You come to my apartment, everything's wrapped up. And what if you're just like, dear sirs, I would like to, <laughs> to like, and it's written on Jersey Mike's. No one will take paper. me seriously. Yeah. Or they'll take me very seriously. They'll take you very seriously. Yeah. Everybody, clear out of the building. Hey, Brett. Yes. What do you got for 
Oh yeah, well uh, we got some other clips coming up here. I wanted to give a quick shout out to the uh, though to the, the the sound engineers, the foley on that commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys hear at the beginning? You could hear they put in a sound effect. You could hear him dragging. He's like bringing a theater chair into Jersey Mike's, mm-hmm. and you could hear the theater chair like dragging along the floor of Jersey Mike's. So I thought it was a really uh, effective mm-hmm. sound effect there. I think I was distracted by the sizzling sound. Yeah, just the all that hot dog food. Well, here, listen without us seeing in. See if you can hear that the sound of his chair dragging on the floor. Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling. You hear that? That's extremely yeah. annoying now that I think of it as what it is. I like when he goes, the sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. The spatula? Is that, isn't that what he <laughs> says? One, One more time, let's see. The sizzling. Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. That's why I bring this. The spatula. That is weird. The chopping, the spatula. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. Is is that what it's like, Brett, when you're cooking? Would you say something like that? Uh, yeah, I do like to call out uh, the sounds and the actions I'm doing and the, the <laughs> sure the thing the, the tools that I'm using. Um, As you answered, I realized that it, I didn't even have a question. It wasn't even a well phrased question, so that's my fault. No, it's good. No, it's 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 true. It's just um, it's it's kind of part of it. It's part of the pleasure of it. You just um, you know, sort of a whistle while you work kind of uh, right when mentality. you're like Amy, come in here. Don't miss the sizzling. Yeah, yes. yeah. The chopping. I'm Sandy, the, get I'm, in here. I'm You're in. about to see the, the chopping. Yeah. Sandy, you want to see the spatula? And then he's like, cats, come in here, cats. No. The spatula. And then the cats are like, oh no, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna touch us with that spatula. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. I'm gonna get three dogs and I'm gonna name them Sizzle. Sizzle, sizzles. Chops. Chops. And spats. I like it. And no I one like will know it. what they're named after but us. Yeah. And you just and feed gonna, them Jersey yeah. Mike subs. Right. I'm going to take them into every Jersey Mike's I could mm-hmm. find and say, we want the dog food, please. Yeah. We'd like three dog food subs. <laughs> I just thought we want, we came here for dog food. Yes. <laughs> Three, uh, three <laughs> large dog foods. <laughs> My dogs would like to go behind the counter and watch, like Danny DeVito. Yeah, like like Danny DeVito did. My dogs brought their own chair. When and then f- I have like a beach chair that I got from Dwayne Reed ten minutes earlier. What if I went into Jersey Mike's <laughs> with a chair, and I started performing that commercial? In, in just an, in a random Jersey Mike's, I'm just like every time you go to Jersey Mike's and order a hot sub, I'm dragging a chair across the, and they're just like, "What are you doing?" You're like, I saw a commercial for this kind of behavior. Yeah. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. It's almost like he was gonna say something else. Oh no, that feels like that feels like a, a bum note in a commercial. That that's the compromise. And they're that they came out with where they're probably throwing a million lines at him, and then they just Frankenstein that thing together at the end. 
Yeah, none of and the like, words have anything to do with the the like yeah. substance of the food itself. It's all no. sort of incidental. It also makes it seem like Danny DeVito is describing a ritual that we're all familiar with, the way that mm-hmm. you would say on Christmas morning, the pajamas, the unwrapping. Yeah. You order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Speaking of chopping, that is all chopped together. Um, it, Brett, but do you know what I mean? How it assumes yeah. familiarity, whereas there oh, is yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that might be what the uh, the chair, uh, this is a little peek behind the curtain here, uh, mm-hmm. World Audio Engineers. That might be what the chair is for. Because sometimes if I'm cutting things together from different parts of the episode, I'll try to find a little... Uh, not necessarily for this show, but for other like shows, like the sound of like nails on a blackboard. Uh, yeah, a sound effect yeah. to sort of uh to, to sort of hide the uh, the fact that it's two different cuts because sometimes sure. otherwise it's a little obvious. So you throw yeah. a little sound effect in there and then and then yeah. it just sort yeah. of slides so right into. You the know next. that episode that he, we did where there was the Kill Bill. It was like yeah, uh-huh. the whole time. Yeah, that was because Brett was doing some some sizzling, some chopping, yeah. some spatula. Yeah, yeah. No, that was. That's a way of of masking certain things, and I'm sure that's right. Brett, have you ever been on the set of a commercial, Brett? Oh, never, never. I've never been on the set of anything. Really? You've been on a set of your music video. Sure. I mean, like, I, I'm 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 only a Forever Dog guy. I never I, I haven't dipped even the smallest toe into the world of entertainment well, beyond this. Oh, really, you're gonna, gonna love it. It's soon. great. It's yeah. I've no notes, and also right now is the best time to a, be alive. It's a real healthy time to be in this industry. What where, a great choice. Yeah. I've never been on a red carpet. I've never been on a set. I've never been on. I've never been even. You know, I've never been as a, a, anywhere near any of that. Can you picture when Brett finally gets on a set and somebody has to get him headphones and they're just like, "Can we get some cans for this guy?" I would we die to see his face. He'd the, be so happy. I yeah. see his big blue eyes would pop, and he'd be so happy yeah. if he got his headphones. We go over to like the sound guy who sits, and Brett, this sound guy on these sets, mm-hmm. they sit behind. They have like a little fancy electronic super cart that has all their stuff on it that sounds amazing they listen to it they make sure it sounds right and then they start watching sports on a little tv on their thing for the rest of the day this is my this is what i think brett on a set looks like he goes he goes he looks like he regards craft services he like surveys it so he knows what's there he'll Mm -hmm. come back in a he'll come back later but he just wants to know and then he goes to the sound guy and the he and the sound guy look at each other and he like points to the sound guy and he points to himself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you and me, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and me. Mm-hmm. And then he sits in one of the chairs. You just picture him sitting in a chair, one of the director chairs, tall director chairs. Yeah. Watching the monitor. You picture him floating over to craft service and just grabbing a granola right bar. For the cake. Go right, go right for the cake. Yeah. If you go to craft service, Brett, stick a granola bar in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Don't eat it then. That's a way that's wasted calories. Good idea. Eat that one later. Got it. They got cake. Oh wow. You know what's a really good little snack? Sandwiches. A little that? styrofoam bowl full of like Hershey kisses or like wrapped oh, candy yeah. and a and a and a like a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Like a tall, like a big old cup of tea. Yeah, that's classy. That's like classy on a set when you have a tea and a and a 
very austere cup filled with candy. Is everyone yes. just constantly lethargic on these sets? I mean, that's a lot of... Yes! Do you, why, yes, they are. <laughs> yes. It's funny that you would ask that. It's one of the only jobs... Well, maybe not one of the only jobs. It's, it is a job in which, before you even start, you ask, when can we leave? <laughs> yeah, when are we out of here? You're already f- trying to figure out when it ends before it even begins. Yeah, you're trying to cut corners immediately trying to cut corners and do anything to not be there. Now, being on a porno set, I've never been on a porno set. Yeah. That I know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like it when people are like, I, I do. don't have any children that well, I, know I know of. of. Yeah. Although I guess that guy, what's his name, is like the opposite. Herschel. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. Oh, God. He's the absolute best. I and can't. he. Well, you you voted for him, right? Look, God bless Georgia. That's okay. But this dude, it should not even, what is going on here where that's a dead heat? Well, I mean, you know, it's nothing, on the one hand, it's nothing new. You, you throw a rock in Georgia, you're bound to hit a, a shitty politician. But um, yeah, he is uh, he is uniquely bad. Um, I, I think it's just, you know, he, uh, he won a national title for the University of Georgia in 1980, and then he got Trump's endorsement and in 2021 or whatever it was. And, and for some people that's, uh, that's all they need to know is those two things. They don't care what happened, uh, in the, in the, in between years, uh, and, uh, or who he is or any of that. Uh, and, uh, you know, even if they did care about that stuff, they probably like that stuff too. So who knows? Trump endorsing him to me always like, like enforces that idea that he likes sports. And I don't believe that he does. No, Trump doesn't like sports. He likes going to sporting events and being seen at them. Right, and I think he likes people who like sports, but that guy only watches the news. Like, he only watches what he could possibly be on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if Herschel Walker gets in, Georgia... I think Herschel Gordon Lewis would be a better I'd rather vote for Herschel Gordon Lewis... With his blood and gore, and his gore, the the Godfather of Gore or whatever he was called. Um, I like that Herschel Herschel Lewis actually took a play from my Herschel Walker took a play from my book. What's that? Which is to say, I'm stupid. He said that. Yeah, he literally before a debate, he's like, "Well, I'm pretty stupid." Like he was trying to lower expectations, but he said, "I'm pretty stupid." It's like oh God. Yeah, he's that, gonna that, clean my fair. clock. I'm pretty stupid. Duh. Yeah. I love it. I'm going. I'm. I'm saying Herschel Walker for the win. Doctor Oz for the mm-hmm. win. Yeah. I hope then it just is like Celebrity Apprentice. Then the government looks it's like exactly Celebrity like Apprentice. Because <laughs> like. Don't you drag Jimmy J.J. Walker into this. Yeah, or Tom Green. I think Georgia's going to do the right thing on this. I think I think it's going to be Warnock all the way. I hope so, because if they don't, then I think the B-52 should just pull their farewell tour mid-tour. Yeah. Punish, punish everybody. I agree. You know what? You're not allowed to dance around to Rock Lobster live. You'll have to listen to the recording mm-hmm. like everyone else.
Fred, you got any more clips? Oh, for us? do I? Speaking of uh, sound effects, which is something we were speaking of a while back, um, uh, our pal Sharon sent in this um, uh, uh, video of a, a Hanna Barbera sound effects library. I think this is mm. some some highlights from the Hanna Barbera sound effects library. Just want to see if there's anything on here we might be able to incorporate into a double threat soundboard. You know, anything here we might be able to borrow. Okay. Um, let's just take a listen to some of these. They always have the one where Great Gazoo appears, <laughs> which was used to great effect, uh, Tom, by you in our in our yeah. uh, w- uh, last uh, Woody Allen Alec Baldwin That's episode. Correct. That's correct. Oh gosh, yes. Well, well that yeah, one's too iconic. We all know what that means. Yeah. Sound effects time. <laughs> It's one of these late-era Fred Flintstones. I don't even think that was the guy who plays Fred Flintstone. Hello, sound lovers. It's your old pal, Fred Flintstone, here to introduce you to the Hanna-Barbera Sound Effects Library, distributed exclusively by Sound Ideas. Sound Ideas is the world's leading producer of sound effects. And Hanna-Barbera is the king of cartoons for TV. Brett, can we get this guy to do the ad reads? Yeah. Please? I think you don't do a great job, but I think this guy doing the ad reads with those sound effects in the background is is something. All right, well, I just want him to work, so if this would be a better option, I can certainly certainly reach out to him. This collection includes more than 2,200 effects, and they're all on four jam-packed compact discs for easy use. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is this is insane making. date back to the Stone Age. Well, as far back as the 1930s anyway. But the sound quality is anything but prehistoric. I'm so close to throwing up. This is the did first time what audio. Just did? What did he do? He just played little Lord Fauntleroy saying, well, well, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? After he said the 30s. chaos. Is that for the 30s? I want to sneak in there to see if it would sort of play seamlessly with all those other sound it, effects. It, you are messing with our our precious yeah. brains. I got to say this, Brett, and you're not going to like this. Uh-oh. <laughs> You've got to go one month without mentioning little Lord Fauntleroy. No. Nah. <laughs> Which month, though? You can choose. Yeah. Pick the I month. I can choose the month? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you, December gonna... 2056. Then. <laughs> I love it. That includes Christmas, just so you know. Damn it. Mm-hmm. What's the odds I'm still alive? Ooh, not good. 2056? Not good. Be around. <laughs> not be around. good, buddy. Not Kidding? good. Not so good. You're going to be around. I'll probably still be kicking. 30 years from now? Of course you will. Yeah. Kick in the bucket. I'll be gone. <laughs> no. I'll be long dead. I'll be long gone. Let's everyone pred- say the year that you think you die. Okay. On the count of, on the count of three. Okay. One. One. Two. two three. three. <laughs> 2021 you think you died a year ago (laughs) oh no oh that's a new wrinkle that's an uh, m night Shyamalan level twist on that one so you said 2027 brent 
I said 2057, implying that it was the lack of Lord Fauntleroy that killed me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> lack of funds. Yeah. Lack of Fauntleroy. Yeah, and I said 2024 means I got two more to go. Hey, let's live them up then. Yeah, I'm. What do you think I'm doing right now, buddy? Living it up. La vida loca. I am living la vida loca. What are the lyrics? Can, but, oh yeah, <laughs> pull up the lyrics to la vida loca, please. Yeah, happily. Let's just read them. That Hanna Barbera library is insane making. I can't yeah. believe Sharon got through. Um, listening to that whole thing because it seems like one of those situations where they would play death metal to like get terrorists out of their houses mm -hmm. back in the yeah. 80s. Mm -hmm. They're like, we got to get these, we got to get these guys out of their houses. Like, okay, here we go. All right, here comes. This is the craziest War. thing. She's into superstitions, black cats, black and, cats and voodoo, voodoo dolls. dolls. I feel a premonition. That girl's gonna make me fall. Your turn. She's in. Tom. She's into new sensations. New. She's kicks. into new sensations. Yeah. <laughs> she's into new sensations. New kicks in the candlelight. She's got a new addiction for every day and night. She. <laughs> she's like now. I like fentanyl. Yeah. No. This is a troubled person. Now I like food. Now I like sex. Now yeah. I like alcohol. gambling. I like gambling. Yeah. Sports betting. She'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. She'll make you live her crazy life, but she'll take away your pain. Like a bullet to your brain. Come on. This song is bonkers. Upside, inside, out. She's living la vida loca. She'll push and pull you down. Live in La Vida Loca. Come on. <laughs> Live in La Vida Loca. Come on. She's Woke living La Vida Loca. in New York City in a funky, cheap hotel. She took my heart and she took my money. She must have slipped me a sleeping pill. This oh woman is a psycho. In a funky, <laughs> cheap hotel. Also, it's funny when people in the movies go she's a psycho <laughs> so why aren't you calling her back because she's a psycho <laughs> well julie i just want to tell you a little more about her she never drinks the water what and makes you order french champagne once you've had a taste of her you'll never be the same yeah she'll make you go insane come on <laughs> Jim Where are we going? Right. Come on. <laughs> I'll bet Jim Morrison would have liked these lyrics a lot. Yeah, just picture him like upside inside out. She's living la vida loca. She'll push and pull you down. <clears throat> These are actually, these might have as well have been written by Jim Morrison. They really seem like Jim Morrison. Like yeah. her lips are devil red and her skin's the color mocha. Jim Morrison would be like, that's good. These are Jim Morrison lyrics. These are this Jim Morrison crazy. lyrics. It's a Jim Morrison song. Yeah. 
This would have been on his first solo album if he stayed alive. She'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. Yeah. It could use some of that the Doors keyboards. She'll make yeah. you live her crazy life, but she'll take away your pain. Like a bullet. Like a to bullet the... to your brain. Yeah. Upside inside out. She's living la vida loca. She'll push, She'll push and, push and pull, pull you, you down. down. She's living la yeah. vida loca. Come on! <laughs> yeah. yeah! Living la vida loca. She'll make you, you take your clothes off and go, go dancing, dancing in the rain. She'll make you live her crazy life, but she'll take away your pain. Like a bullet to your brain. Come on! Ah! <laughs> this is upside in, inside out. <laughs> Wear you out, living la vida loca. This is amazing. Woke up in a funky cheap hotel. Funky cheap hotel. It's the hotel she woke up at the Hotel Morrison. Yeah. Morrison Hotel. And you know all those funky cheap hotels in New York? Oh, we got a million of them. They may as well be pigeons. Yeah, they only cost $300 a night. Yeah, a funky hotel. You mean the Ace? Yeah. One of those hotels with a a record player in your room? Yeah. I love those hotels where it's just like, here's a record player in the room, and here's a a Fleet Foxes album. And you're like, I don't want to listen to Fleet Foxes. Well, it's (laughs) the only record in the room. Like, why do you think I'm here? Yeah. To listen to what a freaking Fleet Foxes album on vinyl on this cheap just, Crosley turntable. Just charge me $75 for a hamburger and yeah. make sure that the shower is hot. It's also the worst turntable on earth. And they're just like, yeah, it's so cool. Got records. Like, no. This is terrible. Let's have an AM radio in the room. Can't imagine the fit. It's like someone having a flight of fancy being like, I think I'm going to put that. Put that record. Put Father John. Because then they will also have a couple vintage ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll have like Fleetwood Mac or something. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Perhaps I shall treat myself to the chain while my bath fills up. <laughs> I've never heard the chain on the worst turntable <laughs> on earth. The worst turn. It's like the Fisher, like Fisher yeah. Price speakers yeah. are better quality yeah. than this thing. And then you're like. Okay, let's see. Because <laughs> as soon as you check into a hotel, it's like, and we're off. How many charges can I incur just yeah. by existing? Yeah. I got to my hotel in LA, and it was literally like, and they're off. Like, Wi-Fi. Maybe it's auctioneer stuff. Wi-Fi. Do I hear Wi-Fi? Can I get some Wi-Fi here? Do I hear 10 Do I hear $10 exactly. for the worst Wi-Fi on earth? Now it's it's so funny. And those hotels when it's just like, what if 
the bed is 10 inches from the ground. <laughs> the lowest yes. bed you've ever seen in your life. We're going camping. Yeah, we're basically you're basically on an air mattress. Yes. And there are um cool things you put on the door like just chilling. <laughs> Where you can't tell which one means do not disturb yeah, and which like, one means clean my room yeah, or clean my, be yeah, like so, yeah. peace and then the other one be like love. And you're yeah. like I just want to know that no yeah. one's going to see me naked for I, the next hour. I just need towels, okay? I Please. I put peace on the door, and then they came in. <laughs> they came in, and they just started smacking me. <laughs> they came in. Yeah. Mm. And they beat me up with a spatula, mm. with one of the Jersey Mike spatulas. And then there's a fun basket filled with snacks. I like when they just have the basket right out on the counter where they're just like, we're going to rub all this stuff right in your face. Well, that's the thing is that there's no like discretion in like a mini bar. So they're like, okay, how would you decorate your room? I know you'd have a turntable and some like taking up one of the only surfaces. And then you'd have... A snack display that takes up like like a giant, like not even a basket, but like a tray where it's like, uh, this is exhibit smart food. I'd like to call yeah. the attention yeah. of the jury. Exactly. I mean, I now got to pay $35 because I open up a bag of the f- uh, famous anus cookies and I'm eating them. <laughs> right? What? I like it when they they mix in like some sexy stuff they'll be like oh yeah they'll be like condom be like here's some uh rubber johnnies (laughs) they're like what's what you in the mood for snickers twix lube (laughs) yes a sheath oh my god madam i am just going about my biznatch yeah they'll be like are you sure I can't? <laughs> this is such a stupid run. Yeah. Like, are you sure I can't tempt you with some? <laughs> I'm not saying I ever saw this at a mini bar, but like fig newtons or a butt plug. <laughs> it is. Like, what kind of a stay? Yeah. What do you think I'm doing in this hotel? Yeah. Maybe two nights. Yeah. How much time do you think I have in here? (laughs) Are you sure? I can't tempt you with some Chips Ahoy or nipple clamps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What else did they have in my hotel room? They had a yoga mat, which seemed like a trick. As if anybody's going to be like, ooh. Yeah, see, I didn't know. I was like, if I unfurl this thing, they're going to charge me for like a yoga class somehow or something. Mm -hmm. Yep. You have to be, you have to be like not a million percent cheap when you're at a hotel, but Mm -hmm. you also have to be mindful of like not getting, you know, assaulted. Yeah. No, there is that thing where 
you enter their reality and now suddenly you're just like, well, here's $3 for you. Here's three dollars for you. And look, I'm not complaining about tipping, but they certainly have rigged the whole thing where everybody's got their hand out. Yes. Now, who would you tip in this? Say you pull into the hotel in your rental car. Yes. Someone helps. They open your door. They go, welcome to the hotel. Uh, are you <laughs> checking yes. in? And then somebody else, you pop your trunk and then they start taking a bag out. Who oh, who gets tipped? Because sometimes first, it's like a multi per it's like a multi person. Uh, yeah, that's tricky. Yeah, I would probably say the first person would get tipped, and would work that out with the other person. Yeah. I don't know though. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what people think. Brad, right. what do you think of that? I will say, always give. A 20 to the person at the desk, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Just as, after the, oh my God, just, just take say, care Thank of everything. Thank you. Yeah. And just, you don't even need to say mm-hmm. it. That's what the money says. You don't need yeah. to say, take care of me while I'm here. You just give them the money and then the rest. Yeah. Is to ensure required. proper service tips. Right. Wait, Brett, what, who would you tip of those two guys? Oh, I would uh, remind me of the options. Run me through the options again, real quick. They're both valets. The first no. one opens the door for you. The second takes the bag out of your trunk. First one opens the door. Second one takes the bag out. You're pulling into the hotel. They go welcome. To the, the door opens. They open the door for you. They greet you. And only got one bill in this scenario. No, you have you have the money you have. This is not a this is not an either or thing. You could tip both of them. I, I, if I'm being completely honest, <gasps> I probably I, I think I'd probably tip bags. Okay. Oh, I thought he was gonna say neither. Oh no, I no, was... no, 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 no. I, I tip. No, I no, just no, yeah. I... I just never uh you know I'm not Mr. Moneybags. I, I would love to be Mr. Moneybags walking through the lobby tipping everybody. You know. You can't mm-hmm. tip two valets. I'm sorry. That's yeah. it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tipping bags. They need to have their own infrastructure to distribute tips what do you leave the cleaning um staff me i leave uh between uh baseline would be five a night um you know but sometimes more so (laughs) i thought you were about to say like 17 empty bags of famous anus cookies yeah i leave them that yeah (laughs) in the garbage Mm mm-hmm no, I, I think the baseline for me is five a night, and then I'll go a little above it if I'm there for uh, an, like. You put night. all the towels in a pile. You put your linens in a pile. Oh yeah, I keep the rooms pretty ready. Rooms ready to go for them. Yeah. Well, if you guys need to do laundry, you can come mm-hmm. over to my apartment yeah. and do laundry. Don't do the hotel because the hotel laundry is the thing that is the most yeah. expensive thing. No, watch this. God forbid yeah. you ever oh, have my, to do holy laundry. Holy moly. No, $80 right there. Oh, my God. You are doomed yeah. if you need to do laundry in no. a hotel. Biggest mistake yeah. of your life. Find somewhere else to go and or go just there. Just use dish soap. Use yeah. dish soap or something. Yeah. Or just find the dry cleaner yes. near the hotel because they are doing all of the guests at the hotel's laundry and they will turn it around like that because that's what they're used to doing 
Yep. They're used to guests going there and getting uh, their laundry taken care of because they don't want to pay one hundred and ten dollars for one like one load of laundry. Yeah. Well, Julie, I'm going to say this. Speaking of tips, I got a tip for everybody listening. Ooh, nice. Double Threat Live, October Brett 20th and 24th. Thank you so much. October 20th, October 21st, New York City, the Bell House. The 20th is sold out. Limited tickets for the 21st. We're going to have posters on sale designed by Julia Vickerman. Julie is going to bring her bespoke tie-dye Double threat shirts, which as are many shirts as I can die. They are as unique and one of a kind and limited Incredible. as it's gonna get. As it gets. It's truly a special occasion that you could get. You could have an opportunity to buy one because Julie makes them and gives them to people and who with love. With, with love, love. this is not usually a commercial endeavor, but you can get double threat tie dye shirts. Hand tied, I'd buy Julie Klausner at the Bell House shows. And October 21st, that show will be will be live streamed. And people can get more information on that where, Brett? Oh, at a moment.co slash double threat, or just click on the link in the show notes. It'll take you right there. You can get a ticket uh, for the live stream. Uh, and like we said, we'll also any any uh, merchandise doesn't get sold at the live shows. We'll put it avail- available for the live stream mm-hmm. ticket holders next, uh, and you'll have access to that. Li- I mean, we'd love for you to join us on the live stream that Friday night, but you'll have a week to watch it if you get that live stream. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so we want to just make it available for as many people as possible. This the last show of this of this uh, tour that we did this year, um, and so we hope to see. Uh, 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 or we'll know we'll see packed houses in New York both nights, and then and then hopefully a lot of you can join us on the live stream as well. And the shows, the shows themselves are amazing. Everybody talked about the LA show. Could not believe how much fun it was. We had the time of our lives doing it. It was a true thrill. One of the most entertaining things I've ever gotten a chance to be a part of was that live double threat show. And, and every show is going to be different, and we're going to have so much fun together. Mm-hmm. And um, don't forget to dress up because it's Halloween. Huge. Other lovers. Don't forget to dress up. Halloween. We will have a uh, little little contest for costumes. Costume contest on both nights. So yeah. get your uh, get your get your costumes ready, and we can't wait to see you. Absolutely, it's going to be a real thrill, and we're looking forward to being in New York all together, doing Double Threat Live for two nights. 20th, 21st, Bell House, one of the best places to see a show. Can't wait to see you there. Are we done? Oh, I think that's it. Um, yeah, I think I think we're good. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. Brett, we'll see you in New York. Oh, I can't wait. And let me give a quick shout out. We're speaking about hotels. I actually am not going to be staying in a hotel. I'm going to be crashing with my friend Joe, uh, not the Joe from uh, here at Forever Dog, another friend named Joe. He listens my dad? to this. He listens to not uh, Julie's dad either, okay. a, a third Joe. Uh, he is a uh, uh, fan of this podcast, listens to this podcast. So thank you very much, Joe. Now, Can't I, wait to well, hang out look, with you. Brett, you just, what you just did, you just created a half hour of content. That and you the, chose the on run. the show. Hit and run. Julie, he chose on the show to do a plug 
for his to friend. His friend Joe, his, who's his putting him apartment. up. His friend's apartment, like it's like someone else could stay there. Yeah, like Joe's apartment with the freaking cockroaches in it, like that well, movie. After after Brett, <laughs> after Brett eats in bed, there might be some cockroaches. Brett, in it. you don't even realize the magnitude of what you just I did. I can't believe what you you. It was like when a superhero walks away from an explosion in the background. Yeah, not a superhero, a cool guy in yeah. an action movie. Yeah, that's what he just did. He thanked his friend Joe as a plug at the end of the show. He literally plugged. And now it shouldn't be the end of the show because we should disclose it, but we can't because we have to go. We, we have to go. We can't unpack Sorry, that. Sorry, I thought we were doing plugs and shout did. outs. Yeah. No, we are doing plugs, plugs, but it's weird to do a shout out for your friend that you're staying with because I don't see how that affects our listeners besides one, Joe. Oh, yeah. Well, there, Hi, Joe. There you go. See, look at that. There we go. That's a shout out. I'm going to say this right now. Everybody at the Bell House, don't let Joe in. Joe's not allowed. Joe's not allowed in. He can't in. actually come to the shows. He's he's going to a wedding. All right. This is unbelievable. Hey, I don't everybody. Know what to I want to say. Completely- I want to just give oh. a say. Uh, New York, I will not be staying in a hotel, but I will. What is this show? What is the show? I don't what even is the know. the purpose of the end of the clips? Is like- I don't know. There was like a little lull. I, saw we were do- I thought we were doing shout outs. I don't Sorry. I'm, I want to <laughs> give a shout out to my cat, Jimmy, yeah. for being really great. Yeah, this is, isn't that fun? He was great. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. I'd like to give a shout out to, uh, to all the. Guys who look like Michael Chiklis at the coffee bean I go to. It's a shout out to them. It's great. It's fun. Yeah, it is. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. See you next week. Bye. 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 Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.